You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. says she wants to be a cow um which i guess i would be a cow and nacho would also be a cow you two go so, together like a cow and a cow and also another cow <laughs> she'll be a cow and i can be a farmer yeah you could do that too or Wait, what'd you say chan she said she's vegan so she'll just be a cow for manure <laughs> you'll be a manure cow just tell Chandler, just because you're a vegan doesn't mean you're not allowed to dress up as a cow. Oh, she's going to be a wild cow. Oh, I see. She's, okay. <laughs> she's an undomesticated cow. <laughs> okay. I, I'll, wait, what? What'd you say? She said, nobody owns me. How do, you, how do you be a wild cow? Does that look different <laughs> than a normal cow? What's different from from a normal cow than a wild cow? Like, do they look different? She says no one's gonna eat her. I mean, yeah, that's. Uh, well, so she's gonna be a wild cow, and you're gonna. So be she'll a be a wild cow, and I'll be. Hmm. What's a, what's a good uh, animal companion for a wild cow? A uh um a, a civilized cow. You could be a cow like wearing a suit. Oh yes, no, that's what I'll do. I'll be a civilized cow, and it'll be like um my fair lady, <laughs> <laughs> and I <laughs> and I'll have to teach her like, you know, all I want. She'll is be like moo, moo, and you'll be like no <laughs> moo. No, it's moo. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shep Smith, the greatest good you are ever going to get, and Chandler finally made it into the intro of our podcast. <laughs> and my name is Clinton Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French might call a, a good husband, because <laughs> I let my wife participate. I'm not pulling uh, Ricky Ricardo and telling Lucy that she can't dance in the show. My wife's welcome on the show anytime. Is that something that happened on I Love Lucy? Oh, that was every dude. I kid you not. I have <laughs> was seen it every everything. I have seen every episode of I Love Lucy. That is not a joke. How many episodes but, are there? Ah, uh, several, a few. Like, there's a lot. I Love Lucy went on for a while, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, that was every episode where like Ricky Ricardo owned a nightclub, right? And Lucy just wanted to be in the show. And Ricky would say, no, Lucy, you you cannot be in the show. Just like that. Hmm. And then she would cry. And then her and Ethel would form a scheme. And then they would get in the show. And uh, then it all kind of turned out okay. I I remember them scheming. I didn't realize that she was always trying to get in his show. I remember the one where they are in the chocolate factory and then Drake and Josh mm-hmm. parody yeah, that episode by doing, well, rip, ripping off is a relative term. They paid homage to it. There you Okay, fine. I mean, paid Drake homage. and Josh is the superior show. Can we agree on that? I, yeah, sure. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen very much I Love Lucy, but... 
I've seen quite a, a bit of Drake show. and Josh. Maybe every episode of that show. That's a good show. It is. I Love Lucy's a, a good show as well. Um, my mother for, you know, this is kind of leaning into to the theme of the show being, uh, this is our spooky episode. Uh, we'll circle back yeah, to that. Unfortunately, in a if you have any small children around, you're going to want to tell them you're to gonna cover their, their eyes ears because we are going to be getting a little bit spooky today. Yeah. Hey, do you have um, a scream button on your noise machine? Do I have a scream button on my noise machine? Yeah. Oh, the answer <laughs> is, do I have a scream button on my noise machine? That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to need to keep season. my thumb on that one. <laughs> I, I think I can do you one better. Okay. Right. I got my own spooky season noise machine oh, right in front I of me. <laughs> this is your surprise. This is my surprise. So that was Vampire Teeth. Here's Witch's Hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I <laughs> Clinton told me that he had a surprise that I might love and I might feel territorial about. And I do feel a little bit of both of those emotions right now. Um, Here's a um, music note. Music note. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, so, it's a, the symbol is a music note. Here's my yes. music note. Hmm. I think I should take the reins on this one for added sound effects. Uh, I'll give you one more. Do you want to see, um, man face? Yeah. Uh, I'm describing these to you. Man face, coffin, wolf, owl, or a ghost. Well, didn't Man Face Coffin already leave the Wu Tang Clan like a couple years ago? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear Man Face Coffin. <laughs> yeah, there's Man. That's pretty Face. good. Man, well, Man Face and Coffin are two different ones. Oh, I see. Okay, what? Well, which one was that? Uh, that was Man Face. Can I hear Coffin? So it's a squeaky door. I dig that. I'm a big fan of that. And uh, I'll give you one more. Here okay. is Ghost. <laughs> there you go. That actually was incredible. <laughs> um, I think you should. Okay, so I will not use my sound machine for the remainder of this episode, but I All also right. would like for you to have that on hand always from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Because my mother bought this at Michael's, and she told me that I can borrow it for a day. <laughs> How much did she pay for it? I I don't know, but at the same time, I'm not gonna go to Michael's and buy one. So it's only gonna be it's only gonna be good for spooky season. And can we only one spooky season episode? Can we reenact the conversation where your mom informed you that you had that she had a spooky sound machine, and you asked her if you could use it for your dumb podcast? Hold on, uh, kind of, sort of, because I found out that she had this when we were at Dollywood, because okay. she brought it with her, and uh, I don't know if if you've ever been to Dollywood, well, you have, I I've you been have. many times. But, but there is a, which that's our new aesthetic, we can agree on that, um, mm -hmm. there is a Dolly Dollywood in general is? Y y that's our aesthetic. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm cool with that. Uh, there's a Dolly Parton Museum. Uh, that you can walk through, which it's it's kind of weird because it looks like a uh, a public school on the inside, <laughs> um, and it was it's really quiet. 
like there's no music playing and there were some people that were really really into it and like taking pictures like looking really closely at Dolly's photos and my mom would go up behind these people and just go <laughs> wait and, like, that's the same as my scream I know that wow do you think it's the same brand what does yours look like I, just like yours, but orange and black. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guarantee you, it's the same brand. Okay, well, hold on, hold like have your mom hold on to it because someday the batteries on this thing will die, and okay, uh, I will. I this is not worth replacing batteries for. We'll just start using the absolutely when that not. <laughs> okay, that sounds good to me. So you're just gonna take control of the sound effects from here on out for this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean I'm not as good as you, but I will try. <laughs> I would beg to differ that <laughs> you are by default as good or better than me <laughs> at sound effects because I have never ever one time hit the button that I meant to hit on the first try. Well, I my my training has lapsed. Yeah. Uh your your certification is more up to date than mine. Um, so it's, it's going to take a little bit of effort on my part, maybe a little bit of prompting, but folks out there listening, uh, either from here or the underworld, spooky season, hold on a minute. Uh, I promise that I'll do my best. Was that ghost? That was ghost. That doesn't sound like a ghost. It just sounds like a woo. Um, kind of the. Well, speaking of ghosts and ghouls, we are going to talk about a movie today that has some ghosts and ghouls in it, but before we talk about the main movie we're going to talk about today, I need to tell you what I did today. What did you do today? I went and saw The Addams Family. Oh, man. Hold on. Say that again. I went and saw The Addams Family. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? That was me snapping into the microphone. Oh, I thought you, know? you were gonna play a sound effect. No, uh, um, I was snapping into the microphone. All right, uh, cool. I knew. I mean, I I feigned surprise, but I knew that you were gonna see the Adams Family. I knew that mm-hmm. you wanted to bring it up because I can read the show notes. Um, I didn't know Adams was spelled with two D's. It is. That's the first thing I'm gonna educate you on when it comes to the Adams Family. Yeah, do they address that? Uh no, it's just always wow. been Adams with two D's. That's just what it's always been. Well, tell tell me a little bit about this Adams Family movie because they, it's it's done animated, isn't it? Yeah, they did an, they did animate them in this one, and I mean the cast is perfect for the most part, like almost mm. too perfect where you're like, this is too good to be true, and uh because it's like Oscar Isaac is Gomez, um. Yeah. Charlize Theron is uh, what's her name? His wife, go Morticia. Morticia. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is Wednesday, which yeah, obviously, of um, course. Finn Wolfhard is Pugsley because he is a young boy, and Philip Finn Wolfhard is young boy right now. Also a young boy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's he's young boy territory. That sounds weird, but uh, Elsie Fisher is. Um, young girl who is become friends with Wednesday. Interesting. Uh, and she learns how to be goth from Wednesday, and Wednesday learns how to not be goth from her, and they switch. But then Wednesday gets tired of not being goth anymore, and she goes back to being her goth self. 
Okay, good. I'm glad that this movie has some morals about how you should be yourself. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Nick yeah, that's Kroll. what it's kind of all about. Yeah, Nick Kroll is Uncle Fester. He's, like, fine, I guess. It, it's yeah. like, I, I feel like they, they were just like, do a goofy cartoon voice, and he just did that voice, and they were like, um, perfect. Like, he's just kind of like a Sid the Sloth type voice, and it's not really the Uncle Fester that I remember, but who cares? Whatever. I, I kind of, I, I can, I think I can kind of do it. I know what okay, it sounds like, so I'm going to try and do it. What's a line that he says? You sunk my battleship! Okay, that's from the trailer. That was yeah. a good impression in and of itself. <laughs> it was but, pretty uh, good. You sunk my battleship! That was pretty good, but I think mine might have been better. Probably. Uh, listeners, vote. Um, yeah, he. I don't remember any other lines he says other than that one because I heard it 8 million times in that trailer, which you and I both agreed was a bad trailer, right? It was a very bad trailer. And Snoop we were both Dog. like, this looks bad. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's in the movie. Yeah, Snoop Dogg is Cousin It, and you know how, um, what's his name? How Cousin It doesn't talk? Well, yeah, he talks, but he's he's like a, uh, he's like, me, 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 me. He's like a minion. That's what he sounds that, like. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> you know how Machete was in uh, Door of the Explorer as uh-huh. Boots, and then he actually did speak at one point later in the movie? Did you think that's what was going to happen? I thought that's what was going to happen with Snoop Dogg was he was going to like suddenly turn and be around and be like, hey, man, and just like start talking like <laughs> Snoop Dogg. But he would that never rap. happened. Oh. Yeah, I thought I thought he would start rapping because everyone, someone has to rap in every kid's animated movie. Yep. Or it's not really animated. Correct. And he didn't? He didn't rap, but he do- he never does anything. He just goes. <laughs> well, we're kind of dancing around the inevitable here. We uh-huh. both kind of agreed that the trailer was garbage. But how was the actual movie? It was okay. Uh, just not- okay. It was it was below average. I okay might be generous. I I think I was pleasantly surprised because I thought it was going to be abysmal, and it was not abysmal necessarily. Yeah. Um, there were some really fun spooky gags. Like, a lot of fun physical comedy, and I liked some of the, like, character designs. Like, the animation wasn't that bad. But also, it was not... It didn't really have a story. Like, it could have just been a bunch of shorts. <laughs> mm. And, like, each character has their own little storyline that they're going through, but each one of them feels like a B-plot to a sitcom, and nothing really feels like it's the actual story. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of... The Adams family being their goofy selves, but there were some some funny jokes that I laughed at, and I can't remember any of them, so maybe they weren't actually that funny. <laughs> I mean, that that's kind of disappointing because I think that you and I agree that on paper the cast is next. It's to fantastic. Purpose. I wish it had been uh, live action, not because I don't think that there should be an animated Adams family movie, but because I would have loved to see Oscar Isaac. As Gomez, like, actually playing that part. I think that would have been great. My, Um, the most interesting Gomez that I've ever seen was Nathan Lane as Gomez. Yes. uh, You've, did you, like, see that? You, did you see that show? Uh, Not, not live. Uh, There's a bootlegged version on YouTube that I've watched. I've watched watched some clips from that. I feel like I would really like to see that. I would, Um, too, because it looks funny. It looks funny. I like that song when they're, like, when they're in Adams. Yeah, and they snap. yeah, the the beginning song. 
Um, and on a semi-related note, um, I really want to see that Beetlejuice musical. I think it looks awesome. I disagree. I think what? it looks weird. I think what? it just looks dumb. Have you heard any of the songs? The songs are so no. good. Are they good? Uh, well, at least one of them is. It always gets stuck in my head. Where she's Is it like, by the School of Rock people? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, the girl who's uh 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 um yep yep teen girl um she sings it to her dead mom and that's a good song. Oh wow, okay. It's called the song is called Dead Mom. Look it up. It's a good song. Mm. Um, back to Adam's family. I lied. I do remember one joke that made me laugh, <laughs> and Let's I'm, hear it. I'm laughing remembering it again. So the very first scene is like uh, uh, it's it's of Gomez and Morticia getting married. And it's so it's like 13 years before the actual story starts. Um, mm-hmm. But the for some reason, <laughs> the minister of their wedding just goes, uh, he introduces them to the people and he goes, and we all put the lime in the coconut and drink it all up. And everybody gets out a coconut and they put a lime in it and they all take a sip and then they're married. <laughs> uh, shut up. I didn't See, understand you, that joke. I didn't. Now you know how it feels. Yeah, I do. I don't. It doesn't feel good. Nope. Uh, I couldn't. I don't know what's analogous to fart noise on this, but uh, maybe owl. Sure. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that didn't sound like an owl. <laughs> sure it did. Hold on. Owl. No, that's a cat. That's an owl. That is a cat. Play it again. Th- that is not what owls sound like. Well, I think we can agree that this is what a puppy dog sounds like. Right? <laughs> what was that supposed to be? That was a wolf. Oh, okay. Um, do you have any more questions about the Adams Family movie that I can answer for you so you don't have to go see this movie? Not about the Adams family. Not about the Adams family movie. But Chandler just texted me and said, "Are you gonna be doing that the whole time?" <laughs> Your wife is like the Statler and Waldorf of our podcast. Yep. Uh, um. Well, we haven't even said the movie that we're actually here to talk about, have we? Correct. It's not an overtly um, scary movie, or it's not an overtly Halloween movie. It it can be scary. I believe that this movie came out around Christmas time, didn't it? Or like very beginning of the year. I can answer that question for you in just a moment. No, it was a summer movie, July. Really? Interesting. Okay. Uh, July. It's Pirates. It's Pirates. You're right. But this would be a good Halloween movie. Um, uh, I mean, I mean it's got it. some mad spooky vibes, I would say, more than I remembered. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and introduce it. The movie that we are going to be chatting about today um, is Pirates Veggie of the Tales, Caribbean. The Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. That's a good movie. Um, can I deviate really quick? Um, back when... I love the ocean, all right? No, I, I that's my can... thing. I'm the guy I mean, who loves I, the ocean. I mean, I also... Do you like you can the love it ocean? Too. Do you like the ocean from a beach perspective or a boat? No, perspective? I uh, just the ocean, the water itself. I don't care that much about the sand, but I have a shrimp boat painting in my apartment. Mm. I mean, you you have more boat experience than I do, though, so you can claim that. Because didn't you used to go like <laughs> harvesting clams or something? 
Scallop diving. Yeah, yes. that's harvesting clams is what I call it. Yeah. It's um, what me and Jimmy Buffett call it. It's what our us true seafarers <laughs> call it. The, the whenever I was a kid, we would go down to Florida, and the ocean waters are um, more trying than the lake waters. And there's there's a song um, in the Veggie Tales Pirates Who Don't Do Anything that that kind of goes a little something like this: Jonah was a prophet. Ooh, ooh, no, but he really never got it. That's yeah, in Jonah. That's in the it, Jonah movie. Oh, there's also a Pirates Who Don't Do Anything movie. You're right. They're two different things, but the but, pirates who don't do anything are in the Jonah movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah, and uh, there is a, a time where we were like trying to get back into the bay, and it was like in a storm, and we were like just in this open boat, and I was sitting like clutching a seat, and I remember like singing that song to myself because it like calmed me down, <laughs> <laughs> and then I died. And now you're in hell. And that, now I'm in hell. That is where we record this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. Anyway, we're talking about the real pirates movie, the ones from the Caribbean, and they are cursed by a black pearl. Yep, it's the Black Pearl's curse. The Black Pearl's pirates of the Caribbean curse Caribbean pirates. So, um, what's your personal experience with this movie? Oh boy, I love this movie. I, I can remember the first time that I saw it because. I remember I, I saw this as a matinee. It was for one of my friend's 10th birthday parties. He wanted to go see this. And um, we, we went, and we went and saw it in the theater. And I remember thinking to myself, I should not be watching this <laughs> because it was very scary. <laughs> um, but, you know, I loved it. Th- this, you know, spoiler alert. Um I, I remember there was a time where in college for one of our plays, uh, they did uh, Treasure Island, which uh, Treasure Island has pirates. Spoiler, I didn't get in the play. Still bitter about that. But as prep work, I was like, I want to watch Pirates of the Caribbean. And I did. And I love it. It's, it's such a good movie. And I am a firm believer. It, it's weird to me that acting-wise, Johnny Depp was the only one that got an Oscar nomination. I, I will die on this hill that I think Jeffrey Rush should have had an acting nomination for Best Supporting Actor for Captain Barbosa. I will die on that hill. Uh, I think he deserves it more than than Johnny Depp did. I agree. I don't think. Okay. I don't. I would have to look at the other movies that year to say whether I think either of them should have gotten a nomination. But Barbosa is the man. I can agree with you on that. Uh, Barbosa. <sighs> He gets it. He honestly, Barbosa he, gets it. Not he can get it. No, that's he, a different. He thing. cannot get it, but he, he cannot gets get it. it. He gets yeah, it. Yeah, he gets it. He likes like, apples. I, um, yep. He's got monkeys. a monkey. He's got a big old hat. He's got a freaking huge hat. He's got a little big old long fingernails. He's a strong leader. He is a strong leader. He uses fear tactics, but, you know, I feel like he has a high EQ. Um, he's definitely an Enneagram 8. I think we can agree on that. Um, he's a challenger. He's challenging his crew to, to get that medallion. I, I think he's a 7 with an 8 wing. Okay. Well, I'll take the wing, because yeah. I'm an 8. Yeah, you just want to be Barbosa. I do want to be Barbosa. Barbosa. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much the man. I agree with mm. that. I always forget that Johnny Depp got nominated for... It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's weird. 
I mean, it was a good performance, but it's kind of weird that he got an acting nomination. It, yeah, um, it is. It's a good performance because it is very unique characterization of a pirate that I now mean, we see Keith it in Richards. Like, is it? I mean, it's I Keith Richards. Okay, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I know that's why Keith Richards was in um, the third one. But, yeah, and he said he was inspired by him, but I mean, he's he's being a pirate though, right? He's Keith Richards as a pirate. I I think Barbosa uh, is a better performance though. He's just he's dirty, he's nasty, he's just like he's, rough. He's dirty, he's nasty, but he will still take a big bite of a, out of a Granny Smith apple. Yeah, and but he's got your back, you and know? he's a healthy boy. Yeah, yeah sure, because he eats an apple. All he eats the time. apples all the time. <laughs> yep. Well, what was your personal experience? Um, so I did not see the first one in the theater, but uh, okay. I think I was too scared when I was a kid. I was easily scared of movies when I was a little boy. However, um, just it, movies in general. No, of of spooky movies. And in the trailer, there was a skeleton, and I said, "No, sir." Um, but not for me, not for me. Um, I remember that this was a big movie in our household. Uh, my sister had a huge poster of Orlando Bloom in this movie in her room. Of course. Um, <sighs> what a my, dreamboat. So I remember my, my siblings were very much into it and saw it in theaters. And so as soon as they it came out on DVD, we got it. And I watched it at home like immediately and was very mm. much into it. And, um, well, I won't talk about the sequels later, but I was all going all out for, for the sequels when they came yeah. out in theaters. Um, I loved this movie so, so much, um, and yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I'd seen it many, many times. Yeah. I don't know what else um, to say. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh I, I do have something else to talk about. Yeah, um, let's hear it. There was a kid's novel series about young Jack Sparrow that I yes. read every um, installment of. Did you read these as well? No, I didn't read it, but I have seen them, and- if my memory of them is correct, they're they're kind of pitched like this is the allure that Jack Sparrow is based off of in a mm. way. Like if you if you didn't know that this is a, you know, young adult novel type thing that like hey, this is just a prequel, you yeah. could easily like as a layman think like, "Oh, this is where they got the character of Jack Sparrow from." Um I I don't really think so because <laughs> Just because of the way the cover looked, it it very much looked like an adaptation of something. But really, I don't know. It was very much like Jack Sparrow as a teen going on teen adventures. Teen Sparrow. Teen Sparrow. He looked like he does in the movie, but he didn't have any facial hair and looked a little bit more baby faced. Jack um, Sparrow. I also read the Boba Fett books as a kid. <laughs> I was what? very much into the Jack Sparrow books and the Boba Fett books. Um, at the same time, I was I would go back and forth between those. Um, I I just I I remember like thinking that Johnny Depp was super cool, you know, back then. Yeah, I just just thought he was super cool. I didn't. Okay, maybe I'm skipping ahead. Well, well, let's just go ahead and get into first impressions. We both kind of said that we we loved it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you do you still love it? Yeah, it's very good. What'd you What'd you give it? Nine out of ten. You gave it a 9 out of 10. Okay, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I know um, you did, because I peaked. <laughs> peaked. Yeah, just for, just for a few reasons, the main one being um, 
that it, in my memory, the second one was really, really good. And so I wanted to kind of give it that wiggle room, I guess, uh, to potentially be a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. You remember uh, the second one being better than the first one? I do. I do Holy remember Holy moly. I do not. I, re- I like really? the second one, but I don't remember it being... It, it's my least favorite of the Gore Verbinski trilogy, for sure. Really? In my no, mind. I just, now, I, I just remember them. loving them. Um, huh. Or loving the second one, uh, primarily because of Davy Jones. But... Um, I and also this one was a little on the long side. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily know what I would cut, but it was kind of it kind of was it was a slog at times. I agree. I think there is uh, I th- that is my biggest criticism of this movie is that it is far too long. Like I think yeah. I think you could cut thirty minutes from it. The first chunk where they are on the island. Uh, There's too much there, like too many different action set pieces. I don't need him to have a whole duel with Will Turner and have this whole escape sequence and this whole pirate invasion scene. Too much there. And then I don't like that they spend so much time at the place where the treasure is, the cave, because that's a really cool set piece. I don't like that they they spend so much time there in the middle. I wish they'd saved all that for the end and just spent less time there in the middle. But Mm -hmm. And then also Uh, some of those ship... Like the the ship battle toward the middle, um, between Jack's crew, Jack's little ragtag yes. crew, and the Black Pearl crew, that one is also a bit long too. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I it's funny. Have you ever been to like the Caribbean before? Uh, I thought you were gonna say the Pirates of the Caribbean ride that this movie is based on. <laughs> and yeah, I've been there. No, I haven't been to the Caribbean. So I've been I've been a couple of times. Um. The original uh, set piece, uh, which it's it's near uh, Kingston, Jamaica, I believe, what, Port Royal. Um, Kingston is, is in Tennessee. Kingston is in Tennessee, but Port Royal is where they they set place, and I, it's in kind of the uh, the crux of Jamaica. And uh, I've been there uh, a few, one time, and then I've been to Labadee, Haiti. Which is where they they filmed a later portion. I think they filmed part of Pirates of the Caribbean two in Haiti, and it's very weird. I feel like they they did this on purpose, but man, I just wanted to be a pirate there so bad because you could just feel it. You know, you could feel how you could be a pirate. It's just it's so exciting being I the, think the Caribbean after I seeing th- these movies. I think everyone should be a pirate. I would be a pirate. That okay. I would definitely be a pirate. What type of pirate would you be? Well, I mean, we already have pirate names. You would be Jukes, and I would be Smee. Yeah, so I, before we really kind of jump into our real, you know, 10,000-foot view and discussing the movie, Elisha's uh, and I's friendship was pretty well incepted oh, yeah, by we pirates. Were, we were pirates when we became friends. Yes, We became friends correct. through being pirates. Correct. We were, you know, in Peter Pan together, and um, That's you, drew, you drew a tattoo on my arm in Sharpie, I remember, of an anchor. Um, and, yeah, so so our friendship is pretty well founded in Pirates, and now that we're reviewing them, our friendship must come to an end, but such is life. We'll continue yeah. the podcast, but no more friendship. <laughs> but we're going to alternate episodes clint will do an episode and i'll I'll do an episode we're not yeah we have joint custody um yes our friendship started with piracy and it will end with piracy um i think we should have a ten thousand foot view of 
this movie. Okay. Um, I'll get us up there. Hold on one second. Okay. Chandler, I'm going to press it one more time. Okay. Just one? She flipped me off. So here I go. <laughs> I'm going to get us up there with a ghost. All right. 10,000 foot view. Ghosts can't, car- ghost can't carry you. They're non corporeal. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, what do you want me to do? I can't do witch because she laughs. You want me to do owl? I figured we'd climb That's the mast great. of a ship or something. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, fine. We'll climb the mast of the ship, or we'll fall into a hole, and they'll stretch out, like, a blanket beneath us and throw us up in the air. Yes, like that's, what, oh, yeah, 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 that's what I want to do. Can we do that, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll we'll, do the we'll, sound effect so that Chandler won't get mad at you, okay? Okay, This ready. is us. Uh, it's going to be a double sound effect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're up in the air. Was that Elizabeth Swan yelling? Yeah, well, it was us. Okay. Uh, 10,000 foot view of this movie. Uh, It's in the Caribbean, folks, and the pirates are here. So they're on an island in the Caribbean, and they're living their life uh, with the North East uh, Indian Trading Company, something like that, but they're colonized it. East India Trading 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 Company. The Northeast India Trading Company. And uh, Elizabeth Swan, she's the governor's daughter, and uh, she loves this boy, Will Turner. Uh, they, or they think they love each other. He's a blacksmith, and um, some backstory: there were there they they had a run in when they were kids, and she found out that he was a pirate, and he had a magical medallion around. Well, his she neck. found him in the ocean. She found him in the ocean. Correct. They were just on a boat in the ocean, and she found him floating on a piece of driftwood, mm-hmm. uh, with a burning ship, and she she feels attached to him, and she still has his medallion. She took it from him. Uh, and then there's this this fella. He shows up, Jack Sparrow. He just kind of r- floats on in on a half-sunken boat and just saunters on and uh, ends up, you know, saving Elizabeth's life after she falls in to the water. Now, let me stop you right there. This okay. Jack Sparrow guy? Okay, hold on. He is a bit of a troublemaker. He's a. What is he getting himself into okay, now is honestly going. the question that I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, they get kind of wrapped up. Uh, Jack wants his ship back because he ship <laughs> S H I P. We're gonna have a tough time with that on an audio medium. Um, but he wants it back, the Black Pearl, uh, because he was mutineered off of it. I guess is the verb to use. Um, and the whole journey is really him trying to get his his ship back, and from uh, Barbosa, who was his first mate that marooned him on an island. Barbosa, and, we uh, stand a legend. Our Barbosa, daddy, we stand a legend. Our pirate daddy, daddy. pirate daddy of the podcast, Barbosa. Jeff, what is his name? Bill? No, what's his first name? Barbosa. <laughs> it's Jeff Bridges. Um, Jeff Bridges, Barbosa. Yeah, Jeff Barbosa. Um, <laughs> it, it's and really the whole the whole journey is these two worlds colliding. Uh, British colonialism in the Caribbean versus pirates, who I guess are also Brits because. They're white for the most part. Most of them are. Most of them are white, um, and and then we learn that piracy is you know sometimes needed. Uh, so the governor tells us sometimes it's good to be bad. This movie, like I can tell you beat by beat what's happening, but it's such a hard movie to kind of sum up. Yeah, they're ghosts, by the way. So oh there's yeah, a curse. that's a big part of it is that they are spooky skeletons. <laughs> yeah, they once they get into the. Um, the moonlight they turn into ghosts or they turn into skeletons which 
I can say without a shadow of a doubt that the VFX hold up. I agree. I thought the um, CGI was surprisingly good for a two. Surprisingly good. Yeah, and I I don't know if maybe just their clothes were tattered, but whenever it also they helps would... that they're always in the dark. It's true. That's very true. That I mean, that was just smart on their part because they knew that it was not going to look amazing. But they put them in the dark, low lighting, low exposure, uh, kind of dirty. Well, when they're not in the dark, they well. look like flesh boys. So they do, and they worked it into fl- the lore. Did so. Were their clothes always that tattered, or when they became skeleton boys, their clothes also got tattered from that as well? Because it looked like it tore open their shirts a lot, so you yeah, could see their rib right. cages. I yeah, so, I think it that may did. have just been a creative choice by the curse, but you know, whatever, it worked for me. It's a creative uh, curse. So let's let's chat this movie up a little bit. Yeah, let's um, uh, let's chat this movie up a little bit. Um, we got to acknowledge that it's one of the greatest scores of all time. Oh, yes. Mr. Zimmer, thank you, sir. Mr. Zimmer, thank you, Hans, for this amazing, amazing score. Uh, you want to give us a little sample? Yeah. Oh, did you want me to insert a clip? No, I thought you actually wanted to insert just like or like something like that. Okay, I'll insert a clip. Here's the clip. Um, I mean, we talked characters. I think we can both agree that Congo. Okay, wow, wow. Stop saying we can both agree. What if I don't agree with you? Then you're going to make it a whole big thing. I am going to. Okay, if you disagree with me on this, I will make it a whole big thing. Okay. okay? Say what it is. Commodore Norrington is such a square. (laughs) Okay, yeah, he sucks. I'll give him a freaking wedgie. Well, yeah, I punch him in the face. What even is a Commodore, anyways? That's a it's, bird. I think it is a bird, uh, but that's a Condor. But <laughs> I think it is the rank between a captain and an admiral. I see. Well, he was Captain Norrington earlier. Well, because Jack says to Barbosa, "You can have two ships, and then you'll have a fleet, and then you'll be Commodore." The Commodore Barbosa. So if Maybe. you have two ships, now you are Commodore. Which that just kind of goes to show you that these terms are made up. Uh, they're, Everything's they're not made up. Ordained, you know. Um, anyway, yeah, Commodore Norrington, he sucks. We we can both agree that he and Elizabeth Swan were never gonna get married. It would never have worked between them, in the words of Captain Jack Sparrow. He was too stuffy. Um, uh, I loved her father. Okay. Jonathan Price, Mr. Governor. Uh, Mr. Governor, who is playing the Pope in the new movie, The Pope. Oh, that's right. Uh, he is. He's playing Pope Francis, and in the watching Pope him in this, in The Pope Rises, watching this, I realize, oh my goodness, he does look just he like Pope Francis. Pope Francis. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. That was Pope Francis the whole time. What if it was, though? That would, that would be weird. That'd be Father freaking Bergoglio. crazy. Go back to Argentina. Um... Yeah, I'm a fan of Mr. Governor as well. He's pretty fun. I like the two pirates that are silly and funny. The one that has a wooden eye and his Yeah, silly and funny. (laughs) Silly and funny are their names, I think. 
I think that okay. So I was thinking about this, and I think this, that this should be a new thing that you and I start, um, where we determine who what what roles we would play <laughs> if, if the movie was if remade. This, if the, no, if this was a high school production. If this was a, <laughs> if this was a high school production, and I think you and I would either be silly or funny, or or other silly two, and f- silly and funny. <laughs> Other silly and funny on the British side. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that's what you were gonna say. Yeah, so we'd we'd either be them or just like townspeople. Yeah, I think we would be uh, Pintel and Rigetti, the the pirate boys. Those are, okay, yeah. Um, that's that's their names, Pin, Pintel and Rigetti. Mm-hmm. That is far more lore and like advanced than these characters deserve but i can far i can appreciate no they're in three movies i know but like i can appreciate the effort that That they they have names yeah what are you talking about they're in three movies but they didn't know they were going to be in three movies clint usually characters have names in movies even if they're not main characters yeah but i thought they would name him like pirate one-eyed pirate guy no they have a bunch of lines yeah, I guess. They're not on the poster though. Um hey, can you can we while we're talking about being pirates, can you remember any did you have any lines in Peter Pan? I can't remember. I had one oh, line you screamed. in Peter Pan. No, I had one line. Oh, okay, what I, was it? Let's hear it. Aye aye, sir. <laughs> and then okay. I walk into a cabin and apparently children murder me. <laughs> Correct. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. I know What's that you're one of yours? I That's was gonna see how I how well I could remember my Smee voice. I tried to do my Smee voice again, um, like a year ago, and I couldn't really do it because I <clears throat> I think I can remember it. My voice hadn't really changed. I remember how to do it. It just doesn't come out the same anymore. Can okay. I try it before you do it? Yeah, go for it. We'll tickle him with Johnny Corkscrew. Something like that. <laughs> Shall I after him, Captain, and tickle him with Johnny Corkscrew? That's taxing, and you did that for like an hour I and a did. half. I did. I remember being so out of breath every time I would say a line. And then there was, oh, the other one was, are you, are you telling me we've been captained all this time by a stinking codfish? <laughs> what a funny show. Uh, We're funny as pirates. Funny I can, and silly. I mean, we funny and silly. I think we can agree that eventually Stop. we'll Wait, do. I, what if we don't? <laughs> no, no, no. What I did that agree? on purpose. I did that on purpose because uh, we've said it. We will eventually do an episode where we kind of regale our high school experiences. Maybe potentially. Uh, maybe it doesn't maybe really. Potentially. It would have to be a bonus or something. Yeah, on our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a Patreon, but we will if people listen to it. Um. But I can remember one one time in one of our shows, you had a mic pack at because you had a lot of lines, and you like fell on the ground and your mic pack like exploded in the show and like batteries went everywhere. Yeah, I was doing a turn. I was doing a twist in Captain Hook's waltz, and my battery, my mic pack just exploded and batteries flew into the audience, and yeah, you couldn't can... hear me anymore because I was supposed to be singing Captain Hook, but I, you just heard Captain Hook. And the batteries. It was great. I can, I mean, it came at a good time because I'm pretty sure we just like marched right off right after that. But Mm -hmm. man, that was scary. I can remember that. Crazy times. Um, We have to talk about the, not the Neverland Pirates, but the ones that are in the Caribbean. 
the ones that for the first time or like in a long time didn't necessarily romanticize the idea of being a pirate like these guys look rough i think this movie pretty well romanticizes being a pirate not like the look of it you know like barbosa had like scars all over his face and he sure just gross, it doesn't so look did... fun <laughs> it, i mean it it looks it looks tough you know like they're yeah. working hard um but it also kind of looks like, man, they're just their own boss. They got the tools to become their own boss by becoming a pirate. Um, I have a question for you. I yeah, I, I, I may have an answer. Generates some good discussion. Is Orlando Bloom a good actor? <laughs> Great question. Um, Orlando Bloom is he a good actor? I think one question that does need to be answered first is. Okay, most of the performances in this movie were very good, I, I think. Um, most, yes. Was was he good in this movie, do you think? I don't think he was good, but I okay. don't think it was bad enough to really make me like the movie any less. I just don't sure. think that I would say that was a good performance. He was just mediocre. He was I, and I'm not road. sure that I've ever seen him do a good performance. I think... He... I, he he's is handsome. good. He is good as Legolas in Lord of the Rings, but he's only good because of just like it, his whole the way he is just works for being an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his voice and his his one single facial expression that he knows how to do, which always looks like he's slightly smiling. Befuddled. <laughs> yeah, just a befuddled, but like pleasantly so. <laughs> yeah, like huh, how about that? Even when he's like angry. I kind of look like I look at him and I'm like, but we gonna be cool though, right? Because he yeah, doesn't look or, like he's really mad at me. Or just like a, well, would you believe that type mm-hmm. of thing? Yeah. Um, is he a good actor? I mean, who's to say? Honestly, um, in this movie, I I think that he was kind of the weakest link. Uh, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, Kira, do we think she's good? Yes, I think absolutely. she's very good. Yeah, um, I be, I'm feeling kind of hot under the collar right now. Um, <laughs> who? <laughs> Dog with keys. Dog with keys really steals the show. Dog with keys was very good. So let, I I kind of want to talk moments uh, in this movie. Um, there were several set pieces where I can remember as a kid because I was I was ten years old when I saw this movie, so I was still a kid. Um, Congrats. That they thank you. I, I remember them kind of being disturbing, you know, or at least, like, etched into my brain. And the first one that I can think of is when the pirates are, like, pillaging the uh, uh, Port Royal for the first time. There's a moment where it's, like, this little boy screaming for his mother, and then this lady comes by and picks him up, like, in just this manic chaos. And I can remember that just, like, vividly in my brain, like, really bothering me as a kid. mm I feel like we've talked about moments like that a lot on this show where we, a lot of the things that upset us the most are things where kids get like taken away from their parents and stuff. I want to reiterate, we did not have bad childhoods. No, we didn't. We both had very good childhoods. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe that's why is because we had good childhoods and so that was a fear of ours that that would be taken away. I don't know. Um, hey, do you know how old uh, Kira Knightley was when they were shooting this? 18, right? I think she was 17. I think she was 18 oh. when it came out. Um, is that legal? 
Because <laughs> yes, it is legal for a seventeen-year-old to be in a movie. But she kissed a man. That is like, true. Like Orlando Bloom was a man. She did kiss a man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's very young, and it's weird because I guess this is pretty much her her, her breakout performance. I don't know mm-hmm. what she was in before this. I'm sure she was in. I mean, she was in the Phantom Menace. I know that, but she's not right. like an actual character. Um, but like, I just she doesn't look seventeen. Like, she looks. I I would have believed yeah. you if she told if you told me she was twenty seven in this movie. Absolutely. I mean, like you and I are. Well, I turned twenty five in a week, and you're already twenty five. Mm-hmm. But I would believe that she was easily twenty five years old. She looks older than I feel. I would say. I agree. I agree. I feel like I look 17 sometimes. Um, There's a lot of just like quotes in this movie that stuck out in my memory. Are there any of those? Stuck out. I believe it's Stuck out. Um, Yeah. For one thing, when they say, hello, Puppet, that was like something that used to be a very cool thing to say on the playground at recess (laughs) when you find someone and you sneak up on them. Hello, Puppet. Hello, Puppet. I just love the way the pirates talk in this movie, especially Barbosa. Just the word, the way his words are put together. Just he's very Shakespearean. Sense. And I watched it with subtitles this time, as I uh, usually do when I watch almost anything nowadays. Um, and you're losing your hearing. I'm losing my hearing, and I just like to read words. And it was a good move because a lot of the lines that like the pirates say, um, you like it's not stuff that you need to know exactly what they're saying to be able to understand what's going on. But like I never really knew the actual words they were saying until I was reading them on the screen. And mm. I was just really enjoying what they were saying. My very favorite line in this movie is when Barbosa says, me holds are bursting with swag. <laughs> <coughs> what was the context? Uh, it was when um, Elizabeth is threatening to drop the medallion over the edge of the ship. And he goes, okay. me holds are bursting with swag. And then he says something like, "What, what does a little shine like that matter to me, or something?" Like he's he's like bluffing, saying like, "I do, yeah, we don't care about that." But me holds her bursting with swag is just a great thing to say to anyone. I can remember this. Like you, you mentioned the writing. This was one of the first movies that kind of stuck out to me. Of like, oh, people have to write this, and the fact that they use this like very of the times language especially for the pirates is borderline impressive to me because mm-hmm. it is good. It is very good writing and it's so thoroughly convincing. I believe like if you told me, yeah, these are how pirates talk. I would believe you. This is how pirates is. This is how pirates do. Um, I think Barbosa might be one of my favorite villains ever. <laughs> yes. 100%. He's just so good. He eats apples is the main thing. What okay, so whenever spoiler alert, whenever he dies at the end, you know, he gets shot, he falls down, and then an apple falls out of his hand. Yes. He didn't have an apple with him the whole I, time. You know what would make Darth Vader a better villain is if he always had apples. <laughs> always had an apple. Mm-hmm. Um which that was I think an homage to Citizen Kane, because, uh, you know, that's a the rosebud thing. But um I guess so. He, he didn't have an apple in his hand, so was it in his brain the whole time? Who knows? I don't know. Um, Just like the Joker. It's oh man, the Joker. 
That is a twisted movie. We can't even get into that. Um, I love that he just says, I feel cold at the end. That's a, such yeah. a great line. I feel to be his last line. Cold. Um, yep. Fun fact as a kid, I always thought that line was, I feel old. <laughs> That's, I thought the same thing. Because the curse had only been on them for, do you remember how long? Did they say exactly how long? 10 years. Okay. They, they had only been cursed for 10 years, which. Now, realizing, I don't know, I felt like maybe their aggression was a bit misplaced because when I was a kid, I thought maybe they had been cursed for like 50 to 100 years, you know? But it's only 10 years, guys. Like, it it could get better. It couldn't be much longer than that because we know that it happened after Jack Sparrow had the Black Pearl under his command. And how old could he be? You know, he's not that old. Right, which Jack Sparrow having Barbosa as his first mate is kind of a weird image, I guess. Um, how did that happen? How did they elect Jack Sparrow over Barbosa? I don't think pirates elect things. I think they somebody just says, hey, I'm the captain, and everybody else goes, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, which really makes you think maybe that's how we should run our country. If somebody just says, I'm the president. Yeah, I am the and president. And everyone now. just goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. okay. Um, something to think about. Um, something to consider. Trump. More one, like dump. More like dump is what I'm saying. Um, I have another question for you. Yeah. Do you think that Norrington's change of heart at the end is warranted? Uh, warranted? Does it make no. sense to you? No. Okay. I didn't think I so thi- either. Yeah. Or really the 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 governor because he was just like well maybe being a pirate is good maybe it is good (laughs) maybe pirate is good to be and well and then there's (laughs) so we we both just kind of agreed that the writing was really really good but then there's a moment at the end of the movie where uh he where her father's like are you sure you want to marry william turner elizabeth he is a blacksmith and she goes no he's a pirate and that was dumb, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I like that line. Why is well, that dumb? Okay, it's it, cheesy, it's, but it's a cheesy it's, movie. It's cheesy. Is it a cheesy movie? I actually, yes, it's an extremely I've, cheesy movie. I think I the difference between me and you is maybe cheesy is inherently bad to you, and it's not to me. Sure. Okay. I like cheesy. So, what about it was cheese? It's very like much of the dialogue is cheesy. When you said it was very well written, I was kind of like, I don't. No, I mean I think it is, but I I think the, so much of the dialogue is very cheesy, very over the top. Like just they're taking shortcuts to to convey information to you that is like not the way people would actually talk, which is fine. It doesn't actually bother me. But like when Will walks into his little blacksmith room and he goes, uh, he looks at the the donkey or whatever. He's like, oh, right where I left you. And then he sees his hammer and he's like, oh, not where I left you. <laughs> Like, that is cheesy to me. It just goes to show you that he's attentive to his workplace. I guess so, but he's saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, true. Like a big dork. Like a big dork, correct. Well, um... Uh, I But I, 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 I do I, think I, that her... I, 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 before we move away from this, I do think her father's change of heart does make sense because he loves his daughter. I, like, I was okay with that. Sure. I was a little weirded out that at the end... Norrington just goes like, "Yeah, we can give Jack Sparrow a head start. Like this guy has hated, 
pirates the whole time and now he just had his his bride to be taken away from him from a guy who is like buddies with pirates like you would think he would have even more reason to be mad at pirates yeah i do think that in the second movie they treat his character in a way that makes more sense i like that he's like i don't know we'll get to that later he becomes like disgruntled against pirates and then becomes a pirate i'm pretty sure but um so they're gonna chase after jack sparrow but william turner is also now a pirate and they're just like cool you're good dude you know well, I mean, that was kind of like she was just saying he's a pirate, you know. But he's he he committed piracy. He did like, commit he, a he, pirate act. Yes. He stole a ship and he did pirate stuff. Like but I don't he, he didn't pillage. But he rescued uh Elizabeth and uh, and Elizabeth is okay. Great. It is okay to do crimes if you are canceling out another crime. That's very true. Fair this point. This is how Batman exists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so Jack becoming skeleton at the end, was he skeleton the whole time? No, he he took a piece of treasure and they make it, they make it painfully obvious when he takes the treasure. (laughs) Like, I wish they had made it more subtle because they even show him like throwing coins back into the thing. And then he like motions to throw a coin back in, but he doesn't throw one in and he looks at Will and then they like make eye contact. And, and there's, like, a slow motion it's like, portion of right. his hand where he tucks yeah. the coin away. Yeah, and then he's it's like, like, we he, caught it. <laughs> he pulls, he does, like, what a magician does. Like, he shows his hands. Like, he's like, see? Nothing behind my hand. Like, at a moment. Yeah. So, okay. They laid so that on a little thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I couldn't remember if he be, he was a ghost the whole time or just because he stole the coin, he was a ghost at that no, point. Yeah, it, well, he stole that, and then he became cursed. Which did you see the post credits scene? No, on my version, I didn't see that. Oh my dude, there is a post credit credit scene, and it is tell tell daddy about it. It's not that interesting. Um, oh. you see the monkey on the ship, and he's holding one of the coins from the treasure, but he's a skeleton monkey, so it's like the monkey is still cursed. Interesting. Which it comes back in the in the second one. Remember, the monkey's like an undead monkey. He can't die. True. <laughs> so, it's true. He is which an is undead a, monkey. I, I love that. That's great. Um. Well, that just kind of, like, let's look at movie logic here. Who was, would that make William or Elizabeth cursed? Because then they possess the coin or the medallion? Like, uh, No, because they didn't take it. Oh. So so it, it only it's curses somebody if it. they directly took it. Right. I see. Oh, yes, because Bootstrap took it, and so that cursed the whole ship. The well, whole everyone everyone on the crew took treasure, and so everyone was cursed until they all brought it all back. Mm, I see. Pieces of eight. Pieces um, of eight. The shot, I, I got chills at this. The shot where uh, Barbosa tells, the, well, they're in the cave, and he's like, take a walk. And they're like underwater, walking under the water. Oh yeah, and I love that. They, you see them like emerging, uh, their figures emerging. They become skeletons as they enter into the moonlight. Uh, they're sneaking up on a ship. So cool! Mm-hmm. Such a good shot, an amazing shot. Um, can we just talk about the Disney releasing this movie? Sure. At the time when they did, and like 
how weird of a movie this was for Disney to release at the time. Like, it sure. was based on one of their rides from their movies, but Disney hadn't done a whole lot of PG-13 movies. You know, nowadays they are doing Star Wars and Marvel, so it's like, this is kind of in that vein. So that's not mm-hmm. as weird anymore, but like, this is a spooky PG-13 action movie that is two and a half hours long. Yeah, and you see people die. Like, you do see people die. There are dark things that happen. You get see people to get dismembered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think that was a step in the direction of Disney becoming what they are today, which is just a company that makes all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all kinds of movies, not just kids or not just animated movies. Yeah. I mean, you don't see a lot of movies that are just holistically Disney original property that are live action now. You know, they have Marvel, they have uh, Star Wars, like you said, but they were not original Disney properties. Pirates of the Caribbean is, because, like yes, you said, it's but it was even based, based off on rides. something. <laughs> but it yeah, was based well, on one of Disney their movie. rides. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Um, Have you Disney you've been on the made... Pirates of the? Yeah, oh, go ahead. Disney has made a bunch of movies based on their rides. They have made True. the Haunted Mansion. Um, yeah, which I don't remember very well, but I have seen. Uh, and then they made Tomorrowland, which is. The worst movie from my favorite director, <laughs> but still not a bad movie. I Who think. directed it? Brad Bird. Brad Bird did direct it. Bradley right. Bird, and it's not a great movie, but uh, it's yeah. interesting to say the least. It's like one of the most depressing movies ever. Yep. It's about all the smart people in the world hiding away so that they can uh, end the world or something yeah. like that. I don't really remember. Yeah, so it's, they, it's a New World Order type thing. Which, like, Tomorrowland in Disney is made, is, like, supposed to represent optimism. And then they made this movie just about, like, right. doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but you've been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, man, there's pirates in it. I've been on once. Uh, you'll have to remind me about it. You just kind of take on a little boat ride through, uh, a, through like, a Caribbean town, town right? Ty- pirate town. Yeah, you you see a lot of stuff happening, like uh, when they the pirates invade their island at the beginning. It's yeah. basically just pirates making mischief. Um, it's basically all Tortuga, isn't it? Yeah, pretty. Well, it's a lot of Tortuga and Port Royal, but it's like pirates invading Port Royal. Um, I see. And then um, after the movie came out, they added Jack Sparrow to a bunch of scenes. Mm. So it's just like he's like, sneaking around but he's not really part of the story of the ride and he's, he's just also like a hidden easter egg the the uh, technology for his animatronic is much better than all the other animatronics so it's very yeah. odd but he'll be like poking his head out of a barrel or something like that it's very weird i can remember you know like let's go back to what we were saying about uh jack sparrow you know him getting the oscar nomination or johnny depp getting the oscar nomination for and the oscar goes to uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow, correct. But so this was a wholly new performance uh, or a new iteration of what a pirate could be. Um, and if my memory does serve me correctly, he kind of just becomes like a Jar Jar Binks type character later on in the series, doesn't he? Jack Sparrow? Yeah, like he just becomes like a goof. You know, uh, he's not, I mean, he was goofy in this one, but. Like, his only archetype is that he is goofy and weird, and he says weird things. I don't know. I guess. I don't think that happens in the Gore Verbinski movies. 
Yeah, I haven't seen the, well, I have seen the new ones, but I was like half watching them. Uh, yeah, I saw um, On Stranger Tides, which I thought was like okay enough for me to watch. Like I didn't hate it. Who was it. the bad guy in that one? Um, is that Blackbeard? That's Blackbeard. Um, okay. He can control the ropes on his ship with a sword. <laughs> he can control ropes on his ship, um, yeah. And then the most recent one I thought was abysmal, and it made me so sad. <laughs> Oh man, it was it was doo doo. <laughs> yeah. Um but Ghost. I like all three of the Gore Rubinsky ones. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't remember the third one that much. Um, oh man, the like third I, one is so weird and that's what I love about it. It's it long. So isn't it? weird. It's, like it's so weird really and long so long. Movie. They go to like a city made out of pirate ships and <laughs> yeah. there's like a dream sequence where Jack Sparrow rides on a wave of crabs. Yeah, or no, so he's in like weird. he's in like purgatory. He's not in a yeah. dream. Well, he's, he's in, in Davy like Jones' purgatory. locker. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not a member of the crew. He's in the locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's having like a weird trip out scene. Yeah, we're skipping ahead now, but yeah, I know. Um, but any any I other think... big things we need to say about this movie? No, I mean I think that we can. Oh yes, <laughs> sorry. Don't tell me uh, what we can agree on. <laughs> I I will here in a minute, but um, that's my theme for this mo- for this uh, episode is that I believe we can agree. Uh, I talked about moments earlier that like as a kid disturbed me or like stuck out in my mind. Do you remember when they're like fighting the ghost pirates in the cave? Which the scene the the ship the moonlight ship fighting scene, uh, very good. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, um, very good and cool. But whenever they're in the actual cave, and then they gore the pi- the three pirates, and he sticks a bomb in him, and he pushes him back into like out of the moonlight, so he can't get the bomb out of his chest, and he's like, "Not fair," you know, like he does. The pirate says that that bothered me as a kid, and I don't really know why. Why? I don't know. Like it was just weird that he like stuck a because bo- I I guess I realized at that point, oh wait, there's still a bomb in him. <laughs> you know, just like the Dark was- Knight. I guess, but I didn't watch The Dark Knight as a kid. Um, I liked that scene. It's a good scene. Um, how did the bullet kill Barbosa when he shot him before he put the the coin back in? You know, because the wound was there, but there was no. Oh. But Jack Sparrow was stabbed earlier. He would still have a stab wound. Okay, that's a like, fair is, point. Is there is there a time frame on it? Like I after guess, thirty seconds, you're good. Yeah, I think that's what we have to believe that there's like a your wound heals after thirty seconds or something like you that. You have like accelerated healing ability, like Wolverine. Yeah, heck yeah. I think we can both agree that this movie rules. It's a good movie. So we don't have any hot takes or sinful moments right now. There were a few, but nothing really uh, of note to dedicate the segment to it. Uh, But we're going to reopen an old bit that we have yet to do in a while where we talk about other casting choices for this movie. Uh, It's called What Could Have Been. I love it. I love Rascal Flats. They are country to me. Um... (laughs) So we're going to talk about, you know, who who could have been in this movie. Um, so let's talk about Captain Jack Sparrow. Let's initially. talk about that, Captain. Let's cap- talk about what is that Jack getting up to. So when this movie was written, uh, you actually kind of mentioned this person earlier. But when this movie was written, do you know who it was originally written for? 
I know that when you say it, it's gonna. I'm gonna remember it because I know I've heard this before. But you'll yeah. just have to tell me. Uh, it was uh, Hugh Jackman was the original. That's right. Yeah. Um, That's really it was weird. written for Hugh Jackman. However, it was never offered to him. Um, mm-hmm. It was originally offered to a guy that was in a movie about the clown prince of crime. Whoa. Jared That's Leto? That's right. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. That Yeah, Bob, I've heard that as well. That's insane. Bob De Niro was the original choice or offered the original choice uh, for Captain Jack Sparrow, which would have been weird. It would have been a different movie entirely. However, I think it does seem like Jack was written for an older actor to play him. Sure. Because, uh, like you mentioned, Barbosa being his first mate. um, I don't know. Just a lot of things in the movie. It seems like Jack is meant to be an older man than... Well... Johnny Depp. Actually. I can already, I can already tell you that the movie, yeah, it would have been very different, and there would have been a scene with Barbosa and Jack sword fighting, and one of them would have said the line, "You were like a brother to me." You know that would have, <laughs> yeah, that would have like occurred. Um, another choice that came along, uh, this is the last one for Captain Jack Sparrow, um, is baffling. Uh, I will give you three guesses. This man was also in a Batman movie. Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, okay. <laughs> so there are three people that were, I just remember now, there are three people that were in a Batman movie. Michael Keaton being one of them, you are correct. What? <laughs> it, Michael Keaton was one of the original offerings for Jack Sparrow. He turned it down. There's two more that were also in a Batman movie. Uh, Val Kilmer. Uh, no, not Val Kilmer. Uh, uh, George Clooney. <laughs> Nope. Uh, are, did they play Batman? One of them did. Okay. Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That is correct. Mm, okay. uh, Christian Bale. See that was... I could see. I I feel like that would have actually been somewhat similar to Johnny Depp's performance. Yeah, not as flamboyant, I don't think. Um, but the final one kind of draws it to the logical extreme of flamboyance and weirdness. Uh, that being Jim Carrey was yeah, no thank offered, you offered the role at one point. That would have been not. a very, very different movie. That's insane. So that's uh, that's been what could have been. Oh no, wait, there's one more. What? Uh, um, for William Turner, this person was also in a Batman movie. Uh, did he play Batman? No. Okay, let me think. Um, so he's got to be. Fairly important. Fairly important. Mm. Um. Oh, Heath Ledger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think who's handsome enough to play. Absolutely. Yeah. Will Turner. Imagine. Oh, what if it had been Christian Bale and Heath Ledger in those? That would have been strange, right? I think it would have worked really well, to be honest. It would have. I think this Heath is, Ledger you know. as Will Turner would have been much better than Orlando Bloom. I don't think I Christian Bale would have been better necessarily, but I think it would have been interesting. Heath Ledger is an Australian actor, correct? Ah, uh, something like that. I this, don't know. This this movie made people question now and forever: Is Johnny Depp British? Yeah, I always forget that he's not. <laughs> Yeah, he is like from Ohio or something like that. Yep, he is not British. He is American. 
Okay, now I can end it. That has been what could have been. What could have been. Okay, so it is time to put this movie through the gauntlet of our four questions that we ask about every single movie that we cover on this show. The first question is, is this movie good for kids? Second question, is this good for adults? Third question, does it stand the test of time? And fourth question, is this movie as good as Arrival? I I I keep forgetting that that fourth question has been added. I'll, I'll stop calling it out eventually, but I keep added? forgetting it. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, it's been there the whole time. My bad, stupid me. Um. So, is this movie good for kids? What do you think? I think um, yes. I think yes. Uh, kids being like of the ages eight to eleven is what I'm classifying as a kid range for this. Um, that fair. Why? Why not twelve-year-olds? <laughs> well, I'm counting them as um, adults. Young teens. You young think twelve-year-olds are adults? Yeah, they could smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a good movie for kids, for sure. Sure. I saw it as a kid and loved it. Um, I did too. Didn't mess me up too bad. Is it good for adults? Heck yes. Yes, it's, it's good, good for, adults. for adults. It's a very good movie for adults. Yes. Um, does it stand the test of time for you? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I was gripped. Uh, yeah, same. I was worried that I would, I didn't think I would not like it, but I thought I would be disappointed and I was not. It's a good movie. I am worried about that with the second one because I remember loving, the, like I told you, I remember loving the second one and I can't remember how good it is and I'm I'm scared and worried. Well, yeah, it was at the time in, in your life when you're like, when there's a sequel to a thing you love, you automatically love it more than the first one because you're mm. like, more of the thing I love? <laughs> yes. Yeah, more candy. And, and in this one, there is Octopus Man? Okay, Davy Jones, my knowledge of him is that, or my memory of him is that he was so freaking cool. Like, He's so cool. This, these movies have the best villains. Do you feel, what's the line? Do you do feel you f- what? Do you fear death? Do you fear death? Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. I have uh, water and... next to me. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Jack Sparrow. Gross. Um, it didn't enhance anything. <laughs> and incredible CGI. Like, Yo, on yeah, that man. Groundbreaking. We'll get to that later. But Mocap. Uh, does Yes, yeah, so it stands the test of time. Yes. Is this movie as good as Arrival? Clint, I'm struggling with this one. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. I thought you would. Um, I remember you liking Arrival slightly less than me. Oh, man. It's because they communicate through art. And that's, yeah, they do art in the air, stupid. and it's ink. Yeah, they do ink in the air, and that is what makes aliens Just talk to each other. They can communicate with words. Yeah. Stupid um, idiot. Ali- they say these aliens are smart, but they, they communicate through paintings. I'm going to say yes. I think there's okay, a good chance cool. that I would change my mind about this if I rewatched Arrival. But I'm going to say yes, this is better. I like it better. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. So this uh, this gets four out of four, um, and it is hoisted up to our raptors. Enjoy, boys. Have at it, you clever girls. Um, so, yay, we did it. Hooray. Um, we Got are going, As we mentioned... We are going to cover all three of the Gore Verbinski Pirates of the Caribbean movies. So our next episode in two weeks will be Dead Man's Chest. Usually the I'm Pirate the one Caribbean. that says usually I'm the one that says the difficult names. So good on you. You did it. Gore Verbinski. That's not a difficult name. It's, the first word disagree. is gore, which is a syllable. 
I don't know. It's it's Still pronounced hard. how it's spelled. And also, Still I've hard. heard it said so many times. Um, there is a movie with a squid man, and we're going to talk about it. So that's going to be he, good. He, we wonder if he fears death. We wonder if he fears death. Um, we have social media, and mine is Elisha P. Smith, and that's the same on Letterboxd, but that's just me. Uh, yeah, and my Twitter is at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. does stand for Jazz Hands, and it's also the same on Letterboxd. Um, um, and I regret to inform you that even though this is a terrible, you know, terrible podcast and a terrible episode for one, um, if you do like it, or at least, you know, feel pity on us, uh, like and like, give it a like, give us a like, and give us a review. Five stars goes a long way into shooting us to the top of the polls. We want to win. We want to win this election. And also, I ha- uh, we were on Twitter and Instagram, too, uh, at Purely Nostalgia Pod on Instagram and at Purely Nostalgia on Twitter. Goodness gracious, I always just do all these in a different order every episode. That's to keep y'all listening. Yeah, man, it's just like the Joker. It's just like the Joker. I've learned so much from him and the way he does crimes. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you need to plug from your your personal life? Um, No. It, you're in Inktober right now. Yeah, I was trying to think of what I should plug from Inktober. I did I, a drawing of a waffle saucer. That was actually one of my worst drawings that I've done. <laughs> but so you should look thing. at it. Here's the thing. You don't like, the, or you didn't like that one. I'm looking at your drawings, and I'm like, these are brilliant. Like these are, so, <laughs> these are so good. They're cutting social commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them I have legitimately been really proud of, but I remember the waffle flying saucer one being like, this is bad. Do one about the presidency. Oh man, that would freaking. We're like Trump is putting on makeup. Ah, we're like. How dumb. about he's wearing like a freaking dunce cap or something? Ah, and it says idiot on it. It says idiot on it, so mm-hmm. we know that he's an idiot. Um, oh, man. Oh, anyway, also, uh, I'm about to... Oh, what? I'm about to record an episode uh, with our friend's best pictures about the movie The Matrix because uh, our friend Cody got married, and he... Congrats, Cody. ...thinks that because he got married, he's entitled to miss an episode of a podcast, which uh, I don't... Well, you did that too, didn't you? When you got married, we that. brought Mark on, so it's the same thing. That's I can't correct. Wait. Uh, but so the thing that they did was they said I could pick any movie that they hadn't covered on their show that took place in one of the years that they've already covered. So I went with mm. The Matrix because I was like, it's either going to be The Matrix or Toy Story 2. And I was like, we talked about Toy Story 2 on this show. And also, I can never talk about The Matrix on this show, so come uh, go listen to me talk about The Matrix with Mark and Chad. It'll be a good time. Yeah, and also give our friends uh, Some Like It Scott a listen as well. Uh, we'll be on them eventually. Uh, really? In the next, I yeah, wasn't aware of this. To do to do an end-of-the-year recap like we did last year for them. Yeah, uh, hopefully... next time we do that, can you actually like give me a date when we're supposed to record? Because you refused to give me one, and then I couldn't actually be there for it. I didn't refuse. I just didn't know. I kept asking you, and you wouldn't. And you were like, and you kept saying, "It's gonna be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine." And then you finally told me the date. I was like, "I can't do it then." And I'm like, oh, "Dang it, free your calendar." <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So we'll be on that at some point too. Um, anything else we need to talk about? We good here? Go to church. Go to church, everyone. Go to freaking church. Um. What's the line that Barbosa says? Something about swag. 
I am bubbling with swag. I'm bubbling with swag. That'll do, Donkey. We'll see you bassoon. And Skinath for listening. about your surprise oh man you will get j- territorial i guess wait will i put it i think so you said i'd love it though i think okay if it goes incorrectly you will become territorial and it'll be a one-time thing so i i can i can say that so you're gonna steal something from me on the show only slightly, kind of, sorta. What what could it possibly be, though? Let's just go ahead and start and find out. <laughs>